Anuman, you'll be surprised what the month is theme. The month of September, how time is flying. So the theme for September is heaven and hell. The theme for September is heaven and hell. It's something that we need to really pay attention to that theme. So you can understand why we became Christian. Why we are born again. Why did we accept Christ? What's the reason for that? Why are we living? Are we living for others? Are we living for Christ? Are we living for ourselves? All these questions you're going to have to answer to yourself. And most of all, understand why there's a heaven and hell. Today's message is called Glimpse of Heaven. Today's message is Glimpse of Heaven. And we're going to start in the book of Revelation, verse 21. We're going to start at verse 1 and 2. Now you have to understand. Look what it declares. Revelation 21, verse 1 and 2. The last book of the Bible. Chapter 21, verse 1 and 2. Let's start with that. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. Look at the description of what's going to take place. How would you have a new heaven? And how would you have a new earth? For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away. And there was no more seas. Verse 2. And I, John, he's the author of Revelation, the Apostle John, the holy city, he saw a holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared a bride adorned for her husband. I'll give you the NLT version. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. And the old heaven, listen, and the old heaven and the old earth has disappeared. And the sea was also gone. Listen to that. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem. A big event's going to take place as Christian, as believers. Coming down from God out of heaven. Like a bride, a beautiful dress for her husband. We are the bride, saints. A new great event is going to take place. This earth that we have here, this spear. This round earth is going to pass away. This heaven, I thought that was going to be forevermore, is going to be passed away. Behold, a new heaven on earth. Should I say more about the new heaven on earth? 
It gets better. Scroll down to verse 16, please. Same chapter. Listen to this. Verse 16. And the city lie four square. I'm using the NLT to give you description, dimensions, size of heaven. You'll be blown away. And the city lieth four square. As a length as large as a breadit. And he measured the city with the reed and 12,000 furlongs. And the length of the breadit and the height of it are equal. What does that mean? Let me give you a simple translation. Listen to this. When, the me- when, they, when he measured it, he found it was square. Okay? As wide. So in other words, the length of it wide was the same as wide. Length by wide. Just like this table. Length by wide. And the length and the width and the height were each 1,400 miles each. I want you to visualize this. This is heaven. 1,400 miles wide, 1,400 miles deep, 1,400 miles tall. If you don't know the atmosphere of Earth, just to give you an idea, it's about one mile or two miles. Then it goes into the atmosphere. So the tallest building in the world is in Dubai. And that sits like almost 1,480 feet. The tallest building in the whole wide world. And that don't even hit the atmosphere of Earth. And this new heaven is going to be 1,400 feet tall. 1,400 miles into space. So imagine my condo or the heaven is going to be that tall sticking up from earth. You guys can't visualize that. It's vast. It's humongous, ginormous, incredibly big. And we're going to live there. Hallelujah. Verse 17. Then he measured the walls. Now it's giving description of heaven. You should get excited, saints. You should tell someone about them. You should invite them to church. Invite them to Bible study. Let them learn and understand what we're going to get into. Then he measured the walls and found them to be 216 feet thick. Here's 12 inches, guys. It's one foot. 216 feet thick. Is the wall. Guess what this wall is out here. Guess what this wall is here. It's about three inches. This is 216 feet thick. 216 feet thick. Is probably from here to the end of the block. That's just a wall of heaven. Guys if you guys can't grasp this. You should be getting excited. Because some of the description I'm giving you. Should say Lord. I can't wait. I say that ever since I got born again. And if you guys are hearing this for the first time, the actual size of heaven, get excited. 216 feet thick. According to the human standard used by angels. In other words, that's 
U.S. standard size. 12 inches equal one foot. This wall is only three, four inches thick. Can you imagine this wall being one foot thick? <laughs> Verse 18. The wall was made of jasper. You know, when I was meditating on the word this morning, I was sharing with Joy. The girls were getting ready in the bathroom. Share with NJ. And I showed a picture of jasper. And they were trying to figure out what Jim was. And then I showed the picture of the color. The color of the jasper was so beautiful, full of detailed, facet colors. Listen, this wall, 216 feet thick, was made out of jasper. Listen, guys, it gets better. And the city was pure gold, as clear as glass. Pretend this was a glass. It was clear, but it was gold. It's giving the description. Why do you think David, he couldn't build the ark? Because he went through a lot to war. And God didn't want that to be on his hand because of blood. He shed blood for God. But it was Solomon, okay, David's son, that built the ark. And the ark had beautiful detail about how beautiful God's spirit will reign on the Old Testament, this ark. And then the new ark that was detailed and fine. Verse 19. The wall of the city was built on foundation stone, inlaid, meaning that it was layer after layer of 216 feet thick. Precious stone. The first one was jasper. The second one was sapphire. Have you ever gone to a jewelry shop and the women are always buying beautiful rings? Not for everybody, but from the women that are love jewelry, they'll see all the beautiful sapphire, the gem. They're so magnificent and so beautiful to look at. The third is called agat, agat. And I looked at that and I look at the picture, A-G-A-T-E, it's a beautiful gem. It was, I think, yellow. It was unique. The fourth one is emerald. Beautiful. That's green. The fifth one was onyx. It was like, a, I think, a reddish gem. The sixth one was chameleon. Seven is chrysolite. Eight is beryl. Beryl, B-E-R-Y-L. Ninth is topaz. Inlaid. Of all these stones, 216 feet thick. Man, I'd be a rich man if I can grab that. The ninth one was topaz. See, some of those are birthstones. They emulate these colors. The tenth one is chrysoprase. Chrysoprase. It's a beautiful greenish blue. And then Jacet is the 11th, and the 12th is amethyst. If you never saw an amethyst, it's a beautiful purple stone. And a lot of women love buying that color because it's beautiful. Verse 12, or 20, sorry, 21. The 12 gates were made of pearls. How many gates? 12. 
made of pearls. A single pearl in the main street was pure gold as clear as glass. Guys, this is our place. And if you can get excited of how heaven's going to be, actually, you're like a royal priesthood. You are a child of the Most High. You are loved by God. And He has the best house for you. Have you guys ever been to a five-star hotel? There's actually a six-star hotel. Guess where it is? It's in Dubai. And the waiting list to even sign up is one-year waiting list. So after a year later... Okay, your suite is waiting, Mr. ABC. Come on in. And it only costs you two or three thousand dollars a night. And you waited a whole year. And it's a six star. They fly you in. They cater you. They begin to pamper you. So imagine heaven with this beautiful inlaid stone that's 216 feet thick. And glass of gold that looks so pure gold. Go to John 14, 2. Look what it says. John 14, 2. In my father's house are what? Many mansions, plural. If we were not so, I would have not told you, and I go to prepare a place. If Jesus had to stay here after the crucifixion, he's not going to make our mansion on time. When Christ comes, which is the bride, us, believers, so there's mansion. So one day I'm going to tell Brother TJ to come to my mansion. And Sister Liz, Brother Danny, Beloy, come to my mansion. It's only 100,000 square feet. You guys, God is preparing a place for us. Is it well worth it to suffer for our God, our Christ? Are you willing to be persecuted because of your faith? Especially the young ones. Mm-hmm. Malloy, 17. Leslie, how old are you? Look at that. Imagine believing in Christ at that age and everyone there making fun of you. That's called persecution of your faith in that kind of setting. You go to another country, guess what they do to you? They stone you. They whip you and they kick you. What are you, a Christian? And they slap you. You are blessed in this nation. This nation is blessed. You know why? They back up a country called Israel. Any nation that backs up Israel is a blessed country. Not to get political, President Donald Trump... He supports Israel. All the Christian supports Israel. If you're not a Christian, don't even think about supporting Israel because you'll probably hate them. Okay? 
Why Israel? You're a chosen people. Some people have to understand they want to know where your heart's at. God's people of Israelite heart was right before God. That's why he chose Israel. I gave you a description of heaven. And today's theme was heaven and hell. Today's message is glimpse of heaven. I shared with you just a glimpse of what heaven's going to be. And how big your mansion is going to be. It doesn't say how big the mansion is. But if you figure a mansion in Beverly Hill is probably about 5,000 square feet. Maybe less, give or take. But if you see a full-blown mansion, it's about 20 to 30 rooms and about 15 bathrooms. You get lost in that kind of place. When you live in God's place, it's all beautiful for you to enjoy. But what is the main point of dealing with the, today's world? Of all the things that goes on besides persecution, besides your faith trying to be compromised, besides strong evil opposition that's going against you. Are you going to give up the place called heaven just because someone is just getting on your nerves and people are trying to seduce you of the wrong spirit and then you give in to that? It's not worth it. Do you want to go there to heaven? Yes. How do I get to heaven? Here's your answer. You need to tell everybody here. Jesus declared that I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man can go to my Father except through Christ Jesus. So the answer is Jesus. And a lot of religion and denomination will say that's not true because they have their own teaching and doctrine. One day, you're going to know the truth and nothing but the truth and God's going to tell you you serve the wrong God. And that day that you're going to remember that day is when you get separated by God because you serve the wrong God. There's only one true God. Triune. God the Father Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Do you want to go to heaven? How do you get to heaven? Jesus is the way. Accept Him. How? Believe and you shall be saved. How simple is that? Believe in Jesus and you shall be saved. Is that simple enough? Did Jesus say, run around the lot four times, one mile under five minutes, and you become born again? Did he say that? No. Did he say to help someone to go to heaven? No. He said, believe in Jesus, and you shall be saved. Amen. Amen. Watch this. How long can you stay in heaven? In the hotel I'm staying in, I'm going to check out September 28th. In heaven, that mansion, are you going to check out? 
Are you guys gonna check out? No. Are you? No. I'm staying. I'm gonna stay, and there's no checkout. The last day is no days. You stay forever and ever with God. In this place, you want to be is heaven. Hands down, yes, I do. In closing. This place called heaven is real deal. You must make a serious decision today. In the airwaves, individuals, anyone hearing my voice. Do you want to be separated from God or be with God? That's no brainer. Is that right, guys? I want to be with God. I want to say these last words. There's a few people in this world, in the body of Christ, and they're living in vain. And I'm going to say this very careful. For all those believers out there, every believer in the body are doing it for the wrong reason, wrong motive, self-satisfaction, power, name recognition. You're doing it for the wrong reason. When that day comes, when you take your last breath, you will remember that God's going to say to those individuals as believers and going to say, depart from me because of all your work was in vain, inequity. In other words, you were in sin when you started preaching the gospel. You were in sin witnessing to that soul. You were in sin doing this. Guess what? God said, no more of that. See, God is so loving. If I say, Lord, I made a mistake. Lord, I sinned against thee. And guess what God said? Come, my son. Come, my daughter. I forgive you. See, that's the beauty about God. He forgives you. But some people are so caught up and say, oh, my God, there's no point of return. I heard that earlier in our family devotion. There's no point of return. If you cross that threshold, there is no point of return. If you reject Christ, you will never see heaven. If you reject Christ, it's up to you to have a serious walk with Christ. Well, I'm only 15. I'm only 18. I'm only 30. I'm only 40. I'm only 50. I'm only 60. I'm almost a hundred. It doesn't matter what your age are. You have a serious walk with Christ. Because no one else is going to take you to heaven. Did you know that I can't take my wife to heaven with me? Did you know that? I can't take the kids with me. I'd love to. But every walk, every person has to go through that gate by themselves. Let me explain why. Because all of you are accountable to God. Whatever age. Jesus started younger than you, Leslie. How old did Jesus start it? Roughly. 12. 12 or 13. My point is, is it worth serving the world? 
with all the riches or serving God and then ready for the heaven and your mansion. You know, when I get to heaven, I'm going to carve me an amethyst, an onyx, a jasmine, and a bro, I'm going to put it in my mansion. Because those are beautiful stones. I said, oh, I got that from heaven on the West Bank. See, guys, it's worth it if you hold on to your faith. Stay tuned because there's more. Because after this, we're more teaching about heaven. And then we'll go into the part about hell. Amen? Amen. Let us pray. Father, we just thank you for your word. I pray, Father, that we understand this glimpse of heaven and understand and visualize how heaven will look. And I can imagine how it feel and touch those stones and how thick and how big the walls are and how tall heaven and how wide and how deep. It, the atmosphere is only two miles high and it's only 14 miles, 1400 miles tall in heaven. It's going to stick out into the atmosphere, into space. Hallelujah. This is a big place. And I thank you, Lord, that those people that's going to make it is going to be few according to the Bible. And many are not going to make it according to Scripture. But for us, for those, and for us to reach out to those people, God, may there be an opportunity to win the, their souls unto God. So glory to you, Lord. We ask you to have traveling mercy and may you prepare the food and may you bless it and may you bless those who prepare for the uh, food and continue to guide us in this hour. In Jesus' name, Jesus amen. 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 Well, give the Lord a clap of it. Amen. So I hope you got a glimpse of, of, of heaven and especially the stone that's inlaid of 12 layers. The 12 layers is the 12 tribe of Israel. It's amazing how the numbers are so significant. Amen.